It's been officially six months since my year without beer journey began. That's a thing I invented it. Holla! Holy lighter record, comedy record, 131. Thank you! Very much! It got embarrassing, beyond humiliating, spending so much time hungover, recycling endless reminders of my lush later pass as entire Rocky Marathons on AMC pass me by. Now I fuck with type A personalities. We think it's a good look wearing a fucking running medal of some kind at a bagel shop in Katona during the weekend. Chances are this edgeless blah breath. Hutch face has never been in a rush to slam double IPAs behind his kids back on a Friday because his wife is being ahead of the curve annoying again, especially when she says, do you believe in the monkeypox vaccine? I say, babe, I gave up my alt-right dirt rags like the Gateway Pundit and Breitbart, dun, dun, dun. According to anti MAGA country at large. So I don't really give a shit about any of the damned hellhole sex commentary about it. Although I know your commentary is not too far behind. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. All I know is that according to an American Thinker article, from one month ago, kids are getting monkeypox according to groomers are us. I mean, groomedareus.com. Podesta lives. Ha! Google Tony Podesta, John Podesta artwork on Google. You will see enough pedo installation artwork to make Marilyn Manson blush. Holla! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. That reminds me, my wife had a Hillary spotting in Chappaqua not too long ago during restaurant week at this restaurant called The Kettle. And my wife says, Hillary was so nice. She smiled the baby. That being our third child, our lucky number three, chosen curls his pounds up. And I say, babe, of course, Hillary smiled at baby. Hillary was just getting warmed up for dessert. Holy lighter. Holla! Thank you very much. So, like I was saying, all I know, babe, is that according to American Thinker, according to an article in American Thinker one month ago, kids are getting monkeypox according to GroomedRUs.com, which could be confused with that website link that Pete Townsend from The Who was busted clicking on when he was doing opposition research so he could debunk a bunch of Pizzagate conspiracy theorists on soapy bottoms at nothing to see here at moveon.org. Ha!
holy light are, thank you very much. Plus, from what I've read, the monkeypox primarily impacts the gay community and can be transferred from mere skin-on-skin contact, which rules out random handjob relief at the Equinox Gym in Chelsea that I can't afford a membership for from my non-existent shadow ban book sales on Amazon anyway. So I don't see what a monkeypox vaccine can do to prevent skin-on-skin infection outside of good old-fashioned abstinence, which I've got going for me because we're us <laughs> and our sweaty sex period lasted two months max 12 years ago, and I'm in the middle of a porn cleanse also. So the leering, leaning temptation to juice for more endless joy at my tip at the site of more thornlikeitbeauties.com has died. Holla! Like any hard-on around Megan McCain after she, after her idea of foreplay is insisting that you be stuck on Cheeto belly button removal tail first. So I'll pass on the AIDS light monkey vaccine. Thanks. So the metal running douchebag at the bagel store on a Saturday gets all chummy with the manager there. Talking about the upcoming New York City Marathon, I think. Then his age of 36 is brought up, which is a decade younger than me. All of a sudden, my sober alpha dog attacks and spitfires with, do you still get asked for ID? Atkins light barely mutters a clear sounding lie. Well, maybe sometime, because this asshole has never passed out with a raging heart on, with the condom st- still on, while blacking out the face of the galley bang the night before. Guaranteed. Chances are he didn't have to stumble trying to put on his first condom when that opportunity actually arose either. Holla! Which is a reason why, even if my kids were diagnosed as learning disabled, I wouldn't encourage them to take the SATs on time because, you know, it forces you to like second guess yourself. And, uh, and uh, in my case, I failed to rise to the occasion, and my dick definitely uh, shriveled under do it all, bang, virgin release time pressure. Ha! Holy lighter. Ha! Freddie Mercury really lives. Thank you very much. So I say to Atkins Light, I still get asked for ID, and I'm 46. I win. You lose. I win this race to the fan of youth. BMM Light. I meant BMI Light. What? Why can't I say that? Body Mass Index. BMI Light. I win this race to the Fountain of Youth, BMI Light. Sounds like a freaking pansexual, edgeless, ballless fucking music label for freaking Harry Styles and Friends. Ha! Improv King reigns supreme. 
Thank you very much. The only thing that sucked about getting asked for ID before my year without beer around my three kids at Target was how it always made me feel like a sudden teen dropout mom from Tallahassee. Later, when I got home, I wanted to change my headline title, my LinkedIn profile to Crystal Math Homemaker. Ha! Which would most likely yield me more job interviews than I'm getting now. So what's my essential thought leadership post? Point LinkedIn as a new king of sober media outside of this pointed hilarious joke impression. This is Dr. Dre discussing the LinkedIn merger with Microsoft. Dre says, hey Slim, Microsoft paid $4.5 billion for LinkedIn. And Eminem says, our word LinkedIn is lamer than ever, yo. Holla. Holy lighter. Ronnie Dio lives. Thank you very much. Remember when Eminem called Trump Hitler? <laughs> when I used to like respect him for his powers of originality? At the same time, no offense, anti-magination, but when Trump bought Mar-a-Lago, he did lift the ban on Jewish membership. Slim on facts. Shady. Holy lighter shines on. Ha! John Lennon lives. Thank you! Very much. So what's my essential thought leadership point LinkedIn as the new king of sober media? Comedy keeps you young at heart and does wonders for your complexion, which is why upholding a rigorous regimen of banging out more endless sheets of comedy gold keeps those encroaching grays at bay. And empower you to bust balls when you see Mark Cuban in Vegas during Summer League when you went there two and a half years ago to celebrate the release of your first two books, Doodle Dad Does Jokes and Control Me Gets a Comedy Love Story. And you're there at the old friend Jay, who's falling off the face of the fucking earth. But and but nonetheless, Jay will always have a this brotherhood bond, and I don't want him out of my life. He's just taking time to deal with his own stuff, and I could deal with that because he got his ticket to see Aerosmith, top priority of the summer. And I see Cuban passing by me. And again, two and a half years ago. And I said, hey, Cuban. So they got KP. And I said, congratulations on getting KP for a box of cotton candy. But don't worry. Uni will fly high again. Ha! Ozzy lives. Thank you! Very much. At the same time, worry lines don't become too pronounced worrisome after you're done lifting the spirits of random moms standing next to you with your kids at Target now.
with the oppressive hold of Adderall and edibles rapidly fading from your system, who thank you for making their day after you refused to get your son a Hershey bar after stating, no chocolate bar, we just made chocolate chip crumble pancakes at home, and we have crazy hick DNA to contend with on the southern side of our family that makes Hunter come off as a slacker, underachiever in comparison. In particular, my mom's from Kentucky. Although some would say that's more Midwest South. Regardless, down there, finger food is still anything that tastes like your cousin's panties. Holy lighter. Ha! And enough with Ashley Judd trying to pretend that she's a real victim of rape. Oh, she refused to watch Harvey Hair Clumps Weinstein shower himself down at his five-star suite at the Four Seasons. At the same time, though... Ashley Judd is from Kentucky and has plenty of experience judging fat pigs at the county fair. Holy lighter. Holla! Thank you! Very much! True Lincoln Log story. Google it. My great-great-great-grandfather, Austin Goller. From Kentucky, who's actually boyhood friends of Abraham Lincoln. So they're hanging out. He's hanging out with Abe, who they affectionately called uh, Trips on Logs <laughs> because he was a knock kneed pot, uh, was the most corny guy in the world. And one night he's running home late for some raccoon soup, <laughs> which was only once a year during Daniel Boone's birthday, I think. <laughs> and Abe is running home, slips on a log, and then he got the nickname. Slips on logs. <laughs> and his friend Austin Goller extended a branch, pulled him out of the water, and saved Abe from drowning. But Abe was a real dick about it because he had Austin promise to never tell a soul about that story. Because Abe said, Austin, I had a vision drowning in Knob Creek about one day becoming the uh, Gentile Moses who liberates the black men from slavery, and I won't come across as a convincing Gentile Moses if the black men were to ever find out that I was a worse swimmer than they. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you! Very much! So again... No chocolate bar. We have too much degenerate DNA to contend with on our southern side of the family. That makes Hunter Biden, a.k.a. Sir Snornalot, come off as a slacker, underachiever in comparison. Ha! Like Uncle John, like one year when Mimi, for his birthday, one year when Mimi said blow, he snorted the cake. Ha! Holy lighter, soppy second son. Not fucking getting over it. Thank you! Very much! Plus, Mom has a drunk cousin on her Irish side who fell into a vat of Guinness while on the job once, too. And I'm not just saying that for mere comedic exaggeration. Ha! Which reminds me about that one time I went to a bar in the West Village trying to find any sort of, like, remnant of, like, good-looking trim at a freaking gastropub in Manhattan, God forbid. <laughs> and 
surrounded by all these freaking hipster hobbit characters. Blind Tiger, that's the name. And uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, pays up on the bill out on my card. And the bartender goes, Buffy, I had that name too. And I said, well, why don't you take off my hands and marry each other and live happily ever after? Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. So again, we got crazy hick, degenerate DNA to contend with on both sides of the family. So we need to temper our over-the-top indulgent desires more than most families. Or else, you'll be a slave to your primal desires forever. And never achieve sustainable levels of holy light or light. Which explains why Uncle John, the original Sir Snortalot, looks like a Hollowed out, cracked out version of his former self these days. No offense, Lord, I don't have hate in my heart for my brother. Though him making my mother dark and damaged forever uh, doesn't help his cause. Ha! <laughs> but I will rain back the audience to funny joke land in a New York minute. Ha! So again, this explains why Uncle John looks like a Hollowed out, cracked out version of his former self these days. Oh, my former Mets all-star Dwight Gooden talks in that stilted, drain-dry manner while losing his God-given ability to throw blazing, awe-inspiring fastballs that scream, you better feel the fucking breeze in my presence and recognize, ha, Leonard Skinner lives. Thank you very much. Back when Dwight Gooden's masterful timing and killer attack ease would leave you speechless. Like shoeless Joe Jackson batting 408 in his rookie year, which is a hit-to-swing ratio even Woody Allen couldn't match on show of shows with Sid Caesar. Despite him shitting on films like Bananas soon after in his sleep. That's why holy Lighter can't be beat. Did anyone on SoundCloud in uh, Lahore, Pakistan, check out that Woody Allen documentary on HBO? What was it called? Crimes and Misdemeanors, the early years? Or was it called The Plowing Fields? Ha! Which reminds me, I read this uh, biography of Woody Allen and in the book. I don't know if this is substantiated or not, but I mean, I'm assuming it was if they published it. <laughs> but apparently they found nine photographs in Woody Allen's top sock drawer of a nine-year-old half-naked Sunyi. Apparently the only pictures that were missing from Woody's uh, collection was one of Sunyi crying on the cover of Time Life magazine. Holy lighter. Ha! Alex Jones lives. Thank you very much. Sunset. So, not drinking beer for six months in a row makes you feel lighter on your feet? I say yes. And your inner light shines brighter than putz breasts who show up to bagel shops on the weekend wearing running medals with far more stable work histories to boast of who haven't been fired more than a Palestinian slingshot. That's correct, kid. (laughs) 
Plus, I could finally trash my old joke about what it's like being a stay-at-home female Slayer comedian. What's it like being a stay-at-home female Slayer comedian? Well, drinking alone is no longer an issue. Son adds, don't you mean behind her back? I add, well, daddy doesn't do that anymore, but that's correct, art show. Now I can feel superior or a mama while she nurses a glass of Pinot Grigio. I'm being generous about the nursing part on a Friday night or around my mother, for that matter, who can't shake her pseudo-crazy hick DNA either, who more often than not can't even wait for the oaky shard to cool because I'm strictly committed to getting high off your presence now, kid. Matilda and Samuel included forevermore. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. That is until next summer in Vermont. So I can order insanely overpriced IPA in Burlington, Vermont. Who, by the way, should change their state motto from the green state to CBD oil only. Bernie Sanders couldn't even make Vermont great for potheads on vacation. So, again, maybe next summer in Vermont, we could take a trip, do more mountain climbing, and I could order an insanely overpriced IPA in Burlington, Vermont, only to spit up the first sip and declare, Murderers row work here. Ha! Holy lighter. Sorry, I confuse you for hospitals. Still sanctioning quadruple clot shots for its employees while more doctors hit the floor than coin at the strip club in Montreal during pledge trips from the University of Buffalo while Neil Young and crazed Vax Horse is reclaiming lost Spotify royalties in town. Holy lighter rocks on in his free Clot shot world. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you! Very much! Did you hear uh, Neil Young uh, divorce his wife of 35 years to start banging Daryl Hannah, which is a match made in hippie heaven, don't you think? According to Neil Young's publicist, Neil Young is going through a Post-midlife, never-banged, a mermaid crisis. More jokes. Gen X dads understand. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. Back to Hebrew school. Rodney lives. Ha! Holy lighter. Do it all dad's daughter. Matilda, Shoshana, singing Rose Cornblood is funnier. Sweeter twin who had his genetic makeup slash DNA all over her face <laughs> hated how her friends used the word loyal to describe her at school. In other words, I like being able to get away with using my friend as a doormat whenever I want. What am I, some dumb dog? She'd fume to her dad on occasion. Doodle Dad could relate to his daughter's feelings of resentment. Because he wasn't the sloppy second son for a reason. Not that she is, but you'll understand where I'm going with this flow eventually. Ha! You could argue that 
after ending a marriage of 11 years, three kids later, Doodle Dad began to question the strength of his past loyalties, which also included the Knicks, IPAs, and pick up the phone every other time his mother called <laughs> to uh, renege on promised trips to Disneyland. <laughs> Was loyalty deader than Yiddish theater on the Lower East Side? But what did loyalty look like in a 2022 post-pandemic? Rapidly fading spottings of Biden-Harris bumper stickers, embedded colors of the Ukrainian flag on Indeed.com, while uh, Zelensky is gifted uh, billions more, despite the fact that uh, still can't even uh, spring for a fresh new shirt at Gap Kids. Ha! <laughs> Forsaking Twitter for Facebook because Goodwill hoodie slash zit face Zuck, $74 billion less later, make more so-called disinformation charges to do more good acting in the honor of silencing COVID disinformation than Elon Musk. <laughs> this is Trump. Making fun of Elon Musk outside the White House. Elon Musk in high school equals net zero Bush. <laughs> Has he spoken out against Chinese censorship yet? Or does his ball gag come in China Red too? Ha! Thank you very much. But would you like to know what Melania tastes like? Then try some raw candy, kid. Ha! Personally, I miss Trump's relentless optimism and over-the-top salesmanship. If Trump got diagnosed with HIV tomorrow because the deep state decided to prick him during the midterms with the uh, needle used to take out EZE, uh, Trump would tweet the next day on uh, Truth Social. Do I have HIV? Yes, but my... T-cell count numbers have never been stronger. Fact is, Doodle Dad was done with New York after finding it nearly impossible to get a job in corporate America there without getting a COVID vaccination shot, which turned him off from ever wanting to sell his precious time and soul to those working be killers at large than the rotten apple anymore. Now he's trying to move outside his comfort zone, accept more responsibility for his destiny, make a daring decision not imposing him by his ex-wife, parents, or from a fucking book coach, not even deemed quote-worthy enough to be quoted on Goodreads.com, for Christ's sake. After reading one of his short stories, Corny Cornbo says, nothing happens in the story. The main character promises to get a real job. That's not hosting a comedy podcast for free. You never wills that promise into reality. Problem was, do it all dead. Had to get out of the fucking house already and do some real-life living for a change, which wasn't an issue. Now, since his wife... Threw out his ass after his brother-in-law bitched to his wife about a story posted on his WordPress blog called Countdown to Boredom, which was about his brother-in-law offering to take his kids to see a soccer game in Philly this coming summer. In the blog piece, there is also mention of another story brewing on the horizon called Matzah Murder Mystery about a Jewish son-in-law who employs his three kids in a detective training program to figure out who planted the box of matzah in his Ukrainian mother was cupboard as an attempt to frame her as a lover of biblical Jewish tradition, despite her pushing Eucharist, into the body waivers of Christ, under three Jewish tainted 
blood-tainted grandchildren already. That same mother-in-law still didn't know about the Jewish naming ceremonies because Doodle Dad's wife swore to never tell them until he got a real job. So naturally, Doodle Dad was tempted to find the job now that was Jewish as can be outside of being some busted hack blog editor for the Times of Israel, a clot shot pushing pediatrician who graduated from Tufts University with a major in biochemistry and psychology of wanting to terminate special needs kids through asking Alexa to do if possible. Alexa, abort Sarah Palin's special needs child on demand. John Hopkins Hospital will force the kid on a ventilator and overprescribe it enough pills to extinguish its so-called life if the unvaccinated kid got COVID anyway. Just so the hospital can collect more ventilator hookup kickbacks from Uncle Sam raking bigger COVID death certificate dollars by chalking all the deaths to COVID no matter what, regardless of a teen being another innocent bystander on the south side of Chicago from the drive-by shooting during George Floyd appreciation century. Those blood-controlling kits, those blood-controlling kits don't sell themselves. Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago has to prove there's a viable market for those Blood controlling kits, mostly made in China. Remember, when still married, Doodle Dad didn't buy into his wife's spiel about his mother-in-law being such a die-hard matzah enthusiast all her life, knowing she grew up in Manchester, England, surrounded by Pakistani neighbors, no less. Hey, Samir, you haven't lived until you tried a grape leaf on a bed of matzah. <laughs> it won't taste like a depressed cracker, I promise. But seriously... If you're not an observant Jew, why the fuck would you ever have matzah in your house ever? Unless the mom is hosting a political fundraiser for Hillary for a spirit-cooking dinner serving the blood of Christian babies in them. Yeah, so hardcore hilarious lines like this proved to be too offensive for doodle dad's wife's taste. Now, as before, she read the line about learning how his mother-in-law kept her kid's teeth in a satchel like a tooth fairy for the SS, assuming there was an occasional gold filling in there to stash in a hidden Swiss bank account somewhere over the rainbow outside of Greenville, Delaware, who should change their new state motto to your Nazi gold is safe with us. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. Growing up in a predominantly Jewish suburb of New York, 30 minutes north of Manhattan, do it all dead, then known simply as Josh or Budman. Budman! As you got into weed senior year, was involved in an alternative school. That was a school within a school that encouraged individual expression and the fostering of intellectual curiosity by allowing students to choose their own humanity courses, such as Holocaust history or American short story writers, while still taking the required math and science courses in the regular school. It's there where his teacher for government and media wrote in his written evaluation, giving his students over standardized grades, and said, Josh could be a leader one day if he was willing to accept more responsibility because apparently getting his wife pregnant three times in a row um, by mistake isn't getting the job done <laughs> because he never mastered the art of the pump fake now josh now known as michael he was documented he was documented talking to myself personally breaking character here but yes soundcloud wordpress WordPress, America, I was born, my Josh or Cornbooth. Yeah, for some fakak reason, my parents always wanted to call me Josh. So they called me Josh, but my birth name was Michael. But there's this other Joshua Cornbooth, and he's a fucking total Google hog. Like every time I would Google my name, the neck rolls 
the fat, drippy neck rolls would fill the first 10,000 pages of Google. <laughs> you know, Jeff Ross looked like eye candy in comparison to this guy. So I decided to reclaim my name and come out to the world five years ago when I launched my Doodle Daddy podcast as Michael Kornbluth. And I produce plenty of A-plus gemmery ever since. Ha! For assuming my birthright name. Thank you! Very much! So Michael could be a leader one day if he was willing to accept more responsibility. Now Michael was willing to accept the responsibility more than ever. Tired of being another pissy, peon, pawn in the game of life. He was successful at raising good eggs at home when he was still married. Now he wanted to groom other mini menches on the rise that weren't his own because getting his wife pregnant by mistake wasn't an option anymore anyhow. At one point before they got divorced, Doodle Dad broached the hypothetical scenario of getting his wife pregnant by mistake again just so he could out-hipster other Sunday bacon Jew hipster hacks by naming the kid Zivon Zappa Kornbluth. <laughs> Only for like to say, too long, too many Zs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's too funky, fresh, original for my taste. And I'll say, okay, well, how about a Solomon Kornbluth? Only for his wife to reply with. No, Solomon sounds too much like sodomy to me. And do it all dad replies. Whatever you say, Miss Groomer, Disney kids, subscribers, no best. <laughs> it's not, don't say gay, it's, Happiest place on Earth Day. Now get freaking pecking, robot chicken. Ha! <laughs> but where could do it all, Dad? Groom. Future menches on the rise. He'd have to go back to Hebrew school, not the Scarsdale Reform Synagogue, where his friends would hold nerds at lispy furled Danny Farber, and never expect any hardcore retaliation. In return, no. Do it all dad would set his sights on the South. Memphis, Tennessee, to be exact. Which was not only the cradle of rock and roll, but NWA Southern Wrestling. Did do it all dad have any teaching credentials outside of schooling his children on how to... Did do it all dad have any teaching credentials outside of schooling his children on how... Hardcore hilarity rocks? No. But what he did have to sell, a Jewish principal at a reformed Jewish academy right outside of Memphis, Tennessee, was Jewish soul, which he had up the wazoo. His new mission was to groom a bunch of Jewish Messiah evangelists by inspiring them to fall in love with the act of mitzvah, which is doing good for the sake of doing good. But any promise hooked up afterlife in return. He wanted to teach kids to not stop yearning for the Messiah, but to carry out his work for him as many Messiah trainee mention on their own. What is the Jewish Messiah but a Jewish leader who ushers in an era of heightened spirituality and universal recognition of Jewish law? So getting his students to asking their parents to start ordering from Growing Beyond for Hanukkah to save her kosher duck wings for Hanukkah was a promising start, striving in the upright direction. Doodle Dad was done being a stumbling IPA drunk, intent on doing his best mensch-like impersonation. And what better way to do that than becoming a star alternative Judea history teacher who brings the stories of major Jewish characters in the Old Testament Bible to life with a touch of funny man historical fiction to keep them coming back for more. 
But first, he had to settle scores with the COVID-crazed Jewish community at large and performed a slam mic for the ages at the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, Tennessee. Ten reasons why I feel bad about yearning for the Messiah. I feel bad about yearning for the Messiah because he'll judge me for ascribing too much faith in Trump being above sheer ego preservation. I feel bad about yearning for the Messiah because 24 karat crosses worn by rappers will depreciate in value and they'll feel robbed. I feel bad about yearning for the Jewish Messiah because it's against self-help and I like to feed my family on my own. Again, I feel bad about yearning for the Jewish Messiah because of the nagging Jewish guilt that would ensue. My cousins get thrown in ovens, but I get off easy by gnashing on God bless sponge cake with ringside seats for the rebuilding of the great temple. I feel bad about yearning for the Jewish Messiah because I'll feel like I'm cheating death when the dead come back to life to tell Christian nation, I told you so. I feel bad about yearning for the Jewish Messiah because it forces me to lie about wanting all Jews united under one roof when I can't stand any of my former Jewish friends from high school anymore. I feel bad about yearning for the Jewish Messiah because no more wars means terrorists will be forced to drive more Uber cars in Tel Aviv than I feel comfortable driving in when I'm in town to watch my son compete for the Israel's next top temple builder. I feel bad about yearning for the Jewish Messiah because wishing for no more famine means I can regress into being a pampered trust fund baby again. I feel bad about yearning for the Jewish Messiah because I don't think Israel should be redeemed for forcing its citizens of God to take the clot shot to feed their families. Maybe the second booster made the COVID case less severe. And Boogerface Behar is the new chief happiness officer for Breitbart. I feel bad about your yearning for the Jewish Messiah because my father will become more spiritual and finally visit the Grand Canyon after moving to Arizona 11 years ago. So I'll lose my moral high ground and right to call him a fake news hippie anymore. Holla! Holy lighter. Thank you! Very much. Ten reasons why I have mixed feelings about the Messiah arriving in my lifetime. I'm not ready to give up hatred yet. Without hatred, comedy ceases to exist, which translates to me making 131 comedy records for Bupkis. In other words, nothing. Urban Dictionary. I use Bupkis in a sentence for you. I used to go to the deli with my daughter and I give her like two word based routines we could do when all she could do was string two words together. And I'd say, Matilda, what did Tyson Chandler give the Knicks? My daughter would say, Bupkis, daddy, Bupkis. Ha! Holy lighter shines on. Thank you very much. Tinges of jealousy are all right. If you use that surging sense of envy to fix your sourpuss dead-end street glue situation so you feel less shitty about yourself than before. And the existence of greed is good if it motivates you to work harder for brighter tomorrows. Pregnant with more do-good possibility, man. 
I don't need the Messiah to arrive in my lifetime to convince me of God's divine presence and my three glorious blemish-free children for the time being. Cosmic perfection through my kids lives. Holla! Holy lighter. Thank you very much! I don't want Trump to get involved in the next hit reality show, Israel's Next Great Temple Builder, only for him to tweet on his new social media platform. Not enough orange marble for my taste, personally. Regardless of Twitter being bought by Elon Musk or not, the Twitter twat home will be flush with real-life hate speech from atheist cunts about the arrival of a real-deal Jewish leader who can prove King David descent on Ancestry.com. Linda Sarsour, who will accuse the Messiah of cultural apartheid moments after construction of the Great Temple begins because it's not a super mosque for God's fake news chosen people. Islam gave us math, I heard. Then why aren't Muslims ever getting charged for tax evasion due to creative accounting? Holy lighter. Best joke of the lot. Israel means to argue with God. But once the Messiah arrives, he can't pull off a convincing remake of Fiddler in the Roof starring Jack Black. The milkman dad will come off as a short-sighted true believer. I won't be able to jerk off to thirdleggedbeauties.com anymore without dreading the prospect of the great third temple tumbling down due to my inability to let go of my death grip on sexual immortality. Ha! Sexual immorality. Ha! Got it eventually. Breitbart, suck on these freaking elephant-sized nuts. Thank you! Solid establishment hacks very much. I'll have to send my kids to Hebrew school then, despite the rabbi using COVID in the same sentence as the Holocaust. Death camp victims don't boast a 99% survival rate rabbi. Sorry. Ha! Second best joke of the lot. Bill Maher resists this. Thank you very much. I'll just get mad by my parents for refusing to use my future inheritance money. That's going to shit anyway, and Mr. Poopy Pants' America. Ha! To buy the kosher meat store in Yonkers, New York, on Central Avenue on the cheap, because after the return of Jewish commanded law, kosher butchers will make a killing. Ha! For finishing exceptionally strong. Holy lighter. Thank you very much. Ten reasons why it's hard to believe the Messiah will arrive in my lifetime. Because who wants to see Trump rolled up in a ball behind closed doors after another interview? Expose with Piers Morgan on Fox called The Day My Ego Died. Ha! Holy lighter. Because Florida and anti-Semitism are so hot right now. If the real Messiah did emerge, then being the New Age promised Jewish leader, saw pick to rebuild the Temple of David and teach Hebrew to a bunch of dreamers in the South Bronx, I don't see him descending from Mount Sinai because he'll be called a poor man's Moses impersonator by the New York Times, who posts hot sauce palm recipes on Pinterest to downplay his Jewish noble ties to King David out of fear of being called butt bump buddies with Trumpy Poo. God forbid, because LeBron James has depreciated the Messiah brand name after inscribing the Tat Chosen One on his holy temple. Bless Bod. Forget the promised land. King of the persecution complex. Can't even get the Lakers into the first round of the playoffs with all eyes on him in the Staples Center for year two of post-COVID damage done this time around. Ha! Holy light. Our Jews in charge of our precious news media need to repeat Hebrew school because they still refer to generate 
six as an armed insurrection uprising, taking selfies in the atrium of the Capitol building, strap free is equal to the Mackeys jimming white Roman privilege up their ass in the form of spears shaped like thunderbolts after reclaiming the great second temple to prove God was on their side. I agree. Ha! Best joke of the lot. Thank you very much. Doesn't China need to approve the Messiah's social credit score before agreeing to sell Israel more mass made in China? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar will still pray five times a day to play the horn better than Miles Davis regardless. Obama will go on hitting the hick from French Lick regardless because despite being half black, Obama be missed. Vertical jump is still whiter than white man's disease. All lives matter is the new N-word and BLM don't play that. Ha! George Soros will have to pay Antifa and shekels instead of Bitcoin, which will set fire to the Great Third Temple in a nanosecond. Executives at Disney care more about grooming pool-time entertainment at the Podesta's summer house in Martha's Vineyard. It's not as if those executives have any intention of going back to Hebrew school to teach Jewish pride and groom future menches on the rise instead. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. Ten reasons why it would be weird for the Messiah to arrive in my lifetime. It's weird because liberals will rally against all the reasons to hate drawn out synagogue services after the third great temple is built. Compared to highly shortened lives on TikTok, summations of the services instead. Arcade fire plays. Images of clouds appear and God's voice pierces them, proclaiming, follow my commandments already, motherfuckers. How much more proof do you need that I exist already? I've eradicated war, famine, and all your college debt to study genital mutilation studies at Oberlin College when Sharia law for mongoloid morons for only 72 shekels at the local farmer's market in Damascus would have been sufficient. It's weird. Because I don't see street meat vendors in New York City scraping their cash cow by insisting their Muslim Brotherhood butchers forsake giving shout outs to Allah's gangster paradise before slicing the throats of lamb served at the killer price of $8.99 per play with rice and white sauce either. It's weird because my mother-in-law will say God bless every birthday card for her grandchildren without saying I'm still eating ham on Easter to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you obstinate, all-knowing bastards. Ha! And still say God bless, despite her trying to force uh, Easter dinner at your house for a change, knowing that there's nothing to feel too blessed about when you're smelling the consistent stream of shitty, skanky weed periodically throughout the eight-hour workday, eight days a week, post Legalized edibles being a thing to take advantage of. Ha! Holy lighter. Thank you very much. It's weird because the Catholic Church be harder off for donations and the Clinton Foundation doing the new spirit cooking awareness month. It's weird because I still don't see my Christian in laws embracing the remake of Happy Days with Henry Winkler, who gives the Messiah a high five at Johnny Rockets for fixing the jukebox by paying. A mini homage to fellow Hebrew Andrew Dice Clay when he says, Rubba dub dub dush, I can't take no more! Before thrusting his Chuck Berry loving playing pelvis toward the jukebox that gets the sweet 
Soul Music Machine playing again. Ha! Mention a half. Wilson Pickett lives. Thank you very much. It's weird because I don't see Mr. Groper, a.k.a. Icky Shuffle, Joe Biden giving the Messiah a post-pandemic fist bump without socially distancing himself from Hunter's laptop from hell. First, Icky Shuffle, a.k.a. Mr. Groper says, Jill, we better tell God the big guy wasn't me, but Jesus Christ. Another fake news, Messiah, like Obama, be meh. Holy lighter. Ha! Thank you very much. Do you think God will warm up to me again with that one-liner? I better scrap my Easter Day speech at the White House when I claim to speak to God through Jen Psaki's burning bush after Hunter gave her the clap from the hooker in Cabo on his birthday. Remember, Joe? When you said blow, Hunter snorted the cake. It's weird because when the Jewish Messiah isn't fake news, starts to trend on Twitter, Farrakhan will spray the Messiah's Twitter feed with termite emojis from dust through night. Ellie Wazell lives. Holla! Never forget that it actually fucking happened. Thank you very much. It's weird because scientists, atheists will become the new lepers. It's weird because Woody Allen will have to explain why he kept naked pics of a nine-year-old Sunni in his top side drawer when he married. When he was married to Mia. The Messiah says, Woody, how do you explain your new Polaroid pics of nine-year-old Sunni stuffed away in your top sock drawer? Top for future script inspiration, obviously. Last time I checked, the only pic missing from your collection was Sunni crying on the cover of Time Life magazine. It would be weird if the Messiah was a hard lapse who refused to acknowledge my free jokes posted my WordPress blog and the charitable donation of any kind, avoidable striving of goodness whatsoever. Messiah says, yeah, Michael, man can't live on punchlines alone, especially yours, but lucky for you, I'll treat you as a desperately flailing charity case. So what's new? So just get a real job already outside of raging against the world and your good old dad, your blog, do more meh jokes because you're the sloppy second son for a reason. It's time to move on already. Maybe you can help me solve Christian nation. Why am I the sloppy second son? Compared to Jesus Christ, for Christ's sake. Holla! So never forget, keep on yearning, Michael. Keep on yearning. Thank you very much. Do it all, Dad. Strikes up a conversation with the slam mic with Rose Gold, a sexy blonde middle-aged principal of the Reform Synagogue Charter School located in Memphis, Tennessee. She says, hi, Joshua. My name is Rose Gold, principal of Beth Israel Day School, the only Reform Synagogue school in town. So living that speech down south in Jesus country took plenty of chutzpah. And I used to work as an air raid drone instructor in Israel who was responsible for gathering all the children and elderly whenever the bomb raid siren went off during Ramadan again. Do what that says. Gotta love that Iron Dome. So I've always said, New York Times, when Hamas fires 5,000 rockets into Israel's backyard, don't expect an edible gift basket in return. With tech, you know, written in Farsi. Rose Gold laughs at Joshua Myers for sunspotted spec tits jiggle with sustained tintillating delight. Rose Gold says, I got your email message on LinkedIn about asking for a teacher job, but I didn't see any teaching experience in your resume. Although your book, Control Makes It's a Comedy Love Story, intrigued me. Doodle Dad says, but I got Jewish soul to sell, Rose, and that's worth its weight in gold. Plus, I can ensure Hebrew school isn't a countdown to boredom anymore. Minor profits on Riker. Who care? Major Jewish profit listings on Riker.com. I'm interested. Better yet, you kids want to learn about 
Moses's number one assistant Joshua, and this helped the last temptation of tempts. Good luck finding a tent back then capable of assisting Moses transcribe the Bible in full onto stone. I can play about carpal tunnel syndrome in real time soon after. Give me one year, Rose, and I'll make sure Beth Israel Day School gets nothing but five star reviews on Yelp. I was thinking we can attract new members through showing NWA matches in the movie screen this summer. We get Jerry the King Lawler to teach an accelerated clinic on how to apply a figure four leg lock. And how to apply a figure four leg lock with submission moves in MMA being the new craze to ensure that a new generation of Jewish leaders will remain pushover. Potsy. No more, no more. Aerosmith lives. Holla. Joe Perry. The Schnellis looks Jewish. Thank you very much. Rose Gold says, you're too much, Joshua, but I like your style of play. How old are you again? Rudolph Dad says, 46. Rose Gold says, could have fooled me. You look like the babyface hero dreams are made of. Why don't we extend our chat in my place? I make the meanest batch of salt and pepper, crusted, kosher ribs this side of the Mississippi. We can start mapping out a teaching itinerary for alternative Judea history together. My homemade barbecue sauce using a pomegranate squint syrup is the bomb. Do what all dad says. I knew a change was going to come. Sam Cook lives. Holla! Thank God for dreams to reconsider. Rose Gold says, what do you mean by dreams to reconsider? Do it all dad says, well, my first dream was to write for TV, which I did. Then it was to become a best-selling writer, which didn't happen. Then it was to become a world-class, world-renowned comedian, which didn't materialize either. You're becoming a Hebrew school teacher, showman star, that many southern neighbors can give a shit about and derive some regional pride from. Sounds like sweet soul music to me. I bought some animals out from New York on a midnight train to Memphis. Maybe after we're done brainstorming itinerary plans, we can sp split one and play some Grateful Dead Europe 72 on a Europe place on Spotify. Rose Gold says, I thought you never asked. It sings, Tennessee, Tennessee, there ain't no place I'd rather be, baby. Won't you carry me back to... Tennessee. Do it all dad. Kisses her on the spot. Practically inhaling rose gold bowl and says, keep on yearning, baby. And kisses her more passionately than before with twice as much majestic mud, infusing the night with sparkle, shine, delight. As the two new soul shine mates collide. Keep on yearning, baby. Holla! Holy lighter. Thank you! Very much.